Hey, 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 welcome to Hashtag Minavuguzichwanuka. This is a place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, emotional well-being, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. If you're hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of yourself, even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago, consider this your virtual home. I am your host, Navgoza Chwanuka, a lawyer, founder, stroke team leader of Equat Foundation, an addict and lover of insightful conversations, and a professional unraveler of social constructs. Announcement, announcement, news, news, news. Yes, that's what we used to do in nursery school. I created some podcast merchandise for you to buy and the proceeds from the sales make it easier for me to keep bringing you the conversation society is silent about. The sunglasses are sold out. I am sorry. (laughs) But I hope in the near future, maybe, we'll bring some more sunglasses. They are sold out, but right now what we have on sale are magic mugs going for Uganda shillings, 35,000, and vacuum flasks at 45,000. They're in two colors, blue and navy blue and black. Check out for the payment link in the show notes, or you can also check out our social media channels to be sure of what you're purchasing. For you to access the show notes or the link in the show notes, it depends on what podcast platform you're using to listen in. So if you're not able to see the payment link and you can't tap it, um, do check our social media handles. The links are there. The payment links are shared. This week's guest is Olivia Mugabe. She is the proprietor of La Rosa City Resort. Mugabe sits at the intersection of various descriptives and one of them is that she is one of 2021's Member of Parliament aspirants. Friend, this woman. In the episode, among other things, Olivia emphasizes how valuable parent-child relationships are. And while we went on about this, she shared her journey on raising a child who is handicapped with cerebral palsy. Society's views on cerebral palsy and the need for us to create spaces in which all kinds of children can thrive form part of this episode. Mugabe is a channel of positivity and I cannot wait for you to tap into it. So let's dive into it. Olivia Mugabe, welcome to Hashtag We Love Guzi Shawanuka. Oh, thank you. The beauty that you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty that you are. Gracing the podcast. Hey, too bad they can't see you. Um, I'm so humbled. <laughs> thank you for the invite. Help us understand who Olivia is. Oh, Olivia is a person of all seasons. Person of all seasons. Yeah, let yeah, yeah. Take us through these seasons. Let, um, us, let us experience oh, thank these you. seasons. Olivia is a mother. Mm. that I take pride in. That's my first job. First job? That I look up to every morning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every morning, man. Every Those morning. kids don't go. There's no break. <laughs> I understand yeah. that part. I'm yeah. a mother of two mm-hmm. very amazing children. A boy, 11 yeah. years old. 11. Yeah, 11. And a little girl, very beautiful princess of three years old. Olivia is a wife. Mm. I like that. It is also a daily job, man. Yeah, that yeah is. I feel like I'll ask for leave one time. I think it's necessary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but people don't know that it is. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's good to get... Like one week. No, one week is too long. Me. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Olivia is a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Um, I deal in um, 
fast moving consumer goods fast moving consumer yeah, goods yeah that's um soft drinks then uh, essential oh. soap sugar that's in Kampala and somewhere in Rengo district mm, yes mm, mm. i am also uh, the proprietor of that's my new baby yeah it's called la rosa resort yeah. in masaka very beautiful garden spacious one day when you decided to get married it is only for married people Not for you <laughs> <laughs> okay let me I'm, hear that i'm giving an offer yeah Woo! venue as long as you travel to Masaka, it's not in Kampala. So is that a destiny? Destination, destination wedding. Only <laughs> <laughs> destination wedding, yeah. Out of the ordinary. It doesn't have to be out of Uganda. So, Today it so on be. my budget, the venue is ticked. Please. Yeah. So basically, that's Olivia. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm a lover of philanthropy. Mm. I love to give out because I believe where we are in life. Even if you had everything while growing up, somehow, somewhere, someone assisted in your journey. Yeah. Yes. Someone. Mm. They may be seen or unseen, but um, I love to give out. I love to put a smile on someone's face. Yeah. And Olivia does not get angry. You will ask how. How is that possible? And why. But I, I try. I try, really. How is that possible? I, 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 I try so hard not to get angry. I... I I forego. I, I I try to po to focus on the positives all the time. So I think I can only get angry once a year. Oh yeah. That, does yeah, that sound abnormal? Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I had a period when I was mm. angry a lot, but now some I I have moments when I have to look for like. But then I know recently, like yesterday, mm. I had a moment. I was so yeah. angry. I was so angry. It so took long. Mm. I usually see something and I. I excuse myself quickly. I'm like, I'm walking away from this. I don't want it to disturb once, my head. Once you do that, and I think over time I've grown up to forget, to yeah. not focus on <laughs> what does not matter. Yeah. Really, I, I love to be happy. That is I Olivia. Love yeah, well. I just love to be happy. I love to, I love to be happy and see people happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So seeing people makes you happy. Definitely. It does. Have you always been a happy child? Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> Back in school, I used to be that very happy and assertive and talkative and spokesperson, I may say. Yeah. Yeah, in my happy mood. What did Olivia of six years look like? Uh, six years old? Six years old. Oh. Maybe maybe we can look at the preteen age, six to 12. Six what to was 12. that Olivia like? What uh, was in her mind? Physically, Olivia was a very small and petite yeah. little girl with very long hair. Oh, I missed that stage. <laughs> her mind was full of so many things. I looked at myself um, being a teacher Whoa. as a grown-up. Yeah. I always like to take the lead. And teaching everything. was it? Yes. I just liked the control, I just liked um, the confidence that some of my teachers carried themselves with. So I wanted to be that person, stand in front of that class of uh, say 50, 60 pupils and everyone would just keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I wanted. Whoa. Yes. Known that you wanted to teach. That was part of the package, but 
the inspiration, honestly. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really wanted to be listened to. I wanted to walk into a room and everyone keeps quiet to listen <laughs> to what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I did not mention I'm also a politician in the making. Friends. Yeah. I saw that person, I was like, <laughs> I know her. <laughs> I know her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like every time I, saw, I see the post, because at the time when, I, when we were coming from Mbarara, yeah. I saw the post and I told the person driving, I know I her. I know her. <laughs> She's a friend. <laughs> You have a friend who, yeah. So I, I, I took part. I took part in the 2021 elections. Mm -hmm, I contested mm -hmm, for member of mm -hmm, parliament. Mm -hmm. um, what was, inspired you? I was uh, one woman out of five men. Yes. In that constituency. Yeah, in that constituency, and I came as number two. Yes. Uh, inspiration, actually. I, I, everyone got surprised on knowing that Olivia is contesting, given that I have a very soft side of me. Actually, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the soft, my soft side dominates everything else. Yeah? yeah. I'm very assertive. Um, I stick to what I like, but then politics is known for ruggedness, fighting, so much. so much. Like, so, 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 so much. But my inspiration came from uh, the people that had been leading us earlier mm. um, in 2016 when i went back home in rengo to cast my vote i looked at the people on the ballot paper i'm like no i think we can do better yeah i think we can do better yeah. so I, I told everyone i'm i'm into this i'm i'm going to give it a shot and i was like no you you will not manage you will not manage but i thank god um i went for it and i'll still go back we're waiting yeah i'll go back it was um Oof, entering a political race, going down into the villages to yeah. look for votes, to campaign. That is a lesson that can never be taught in any classroom. <laughs> that's, what I was, okay, uh, that's what I was going to ask yeah. you. Did you, uh, did you do so much research? You have to. Yeah. You have to. Because for any, for any political campaign, I, I believe so, I don't know about others. There are demographics that you need to look at. So mm. I first did the research and I felt, yeah, this is okay, this is right for me. But there are things you cannot know until you are there. There are so many what personalities. You? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about what a shocked lot. you the most. A lot. People change every day. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I'm looking into your face and you're saying yes to me in a blink of an eye. The story is different. Then they're, they're, they've not changed. They lied. Oh well, they lied. They, they, they show they show something. And else. we have so much of that. So much. And uh, the, the the funny or not funny but absurd. You look at um, respectable people in society. Mm -hmm. um, decision makers. You know, like I think every village or every area has uh, an opinion maker. Right. Yeah. So you meet that person, you say this and that, and everything is okay, right in your face. But the moment you turn your back, yeah. That was a bit shocking at the start, but by the end, really, you got used to it. No, for me, I don't know when I'll get used to it. It's still shocking. I'm like, How? just tell the truth. You know, just tell and the truth. Yeah. So then, different. then also, one thing that I learned during my campaign mm -hmm. and um, it has really impacted me and I, I think it will carry on until the end of time. I feel like we do not thank God enough. Oh yeah? Yeah, sometimes I feel like the things we take for granted, 
because people out there are suffering. Mm. Yeah, people out there are going through a lot. Things you can't imagine. Things you cannot imagine. There's, a, there's an old woman who we gifted with a mattress. A mattress. Yeah. Just a mattress. You've had a mattress all your life. You, you'd never ever imagine that an 80 year old had never. 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 Whoa. Yeah, had never. So the never. Never. 80 years of 18, their lives. 80 years of their lives. Not that they lost it or something. Not that they lost it, not that it got burnt somewhere and, in their house. And wha where was she sleeping? Um, you know, grass, um, they pile, they pile uh, grass and uh, different oh, weeds in a sack. Oh, yes, yeah. 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 Then they get different pieces of cloth. Then maybe an old gomasi. They use that as a bed sheet. Uh, so, so the, the small, small things that we take for old gomasi as, yeah, as a bed sheet. So this person has not also used bed sheets. Exactly. So there's a woman, Yo. not one, not one or two or three. There's so many things that I feel like we should thank God a little more for what we have. That's right. Then also not get comfortable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you don't want to look at someone who does not have a mattress and say, I made it in life because I have a mattress you need to go out there work harder um, and also treat yourself uh, treat other people well mm -hmm. treat other people mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. because what goes around definitely comes around. comes around you just never know what you're going you to just never luck. know yeah so i came out of, of of the campaign a very changed person grown and learned things that you learn down there not even cambridge yeah. Yeah. Not even Harvard <laughs> will. <laughs> yeah. So, so you getting into politics? Is it something that should also that could also have come from the bit of you wanting to have control? People listening to you. Spot on. <laughs> oh, not having control per se, but then I like to take the lead in everything, and it so happens in my. I've seen you. I mean. Yeah. All this while, I was—I kept telling people she was my prefect. Ew. She was my prefect, and then this is when you come in, like, no, I wasn't. I was like, how you were, you know? I wasn't, but um, um, for some reason, prefects used to consult me in school. What Whoa. do we do, Olivia? Rem um, like I told you earlier, I, I contested for that position, head Montres, mm -hmm. and my classmates were like, no, Olivia, we shout with you in class. <laughs> <laughs> You take the lead in shouting. We, we shall not, no, not you at least. You'll be helping us, but you'll not be. <laughs> we don't want our culprits to, yeah. Right. So anyway, yeah. So I, I like to take the lead. And, um, and sometimes I like to think it's uh, a God given because we'll walk into a room, meet somewhere randomly. They're appointing a small committee to do this. So they're like, no, Olivia will be. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it's a natural and. I don't share away from it anymore. Before I used to be like, no, I will not take this, but now I, I've I been am brains. running. I've been running almost all my life. I've just, I only, I only started saying yes to leadership in 2019. Just three years because, ago. Because even when I was doing charity outreaches, mm. we would go somewhere and people are asking for the leader. Why? We have brought things. Just would accept that. Why are you asking for the leader? Yeah, also, oh, um, 
uh, I, I started an organization with mm -hmm. a group of friends. It's called the Sisterhood. You the Sisterhood. Yeah, the I've sister seen. I've seen some of the outreach. Yes. Yeah. Done. So it's something we do out of love, giving back to society. Back. Yeah. Like I, I said earlier, um, I like it when I put a smile on someone's face. It yeah, doesn't matter yeah, how much yeah, I've given yeah, them, yeah, but yeah. If, if if I've shared something, however small. So we opened up the sisterhood with my friends. That is 2015. Seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, seven years ago. Seven years ago. And it's amazing how we have grown. Yeah. yeah. We don't do much at the moment. Before we were so active, we were young, there were not so many responsibilities. But now people have gotten married, others have left the country. You know yeah, what comes yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with growing yeah, up yeah. and parenthood. You, you have to go back to the drawing board. You have to go back to the drawing board. Um, do not bury the dream, but also create time for... Yeah, so basically, that is Olivia, a whole 30 minutes of introduction. <laughs> it's not 30. <laughs> it's not it looks 30. like it. It isn't. Yeah. So we're looking at Olivia as someone who wanted to be a teacher and yeah. then ended up as a politician, you know? Yeah. Actually, um, um, in school, mm -hmm. I, I, I studied... It's a very weird combination of things that I studied. For my bachelor's, mm -hmm. I did a Bachelor of Commerce. Okay. And I majored in finance. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that I did not like to do. Yeah. Um, I'll share you didn't like to study that? No, I did not like it. How did you choose it? I, I wanted to do something like leisure and hospitality. Yeah, still about the people. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to do... Um, career guidance is very important. That, that's such a big for another lot. day. It's, it's whole very, lot. very important. Mm -hmm. Because your parents will look at you very good at mathematics and be like, you should be this a banker, it. you should oh be an accountant, yeah, you should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, circumstances under which uh, I got my, I, I applied for university, that's a story for another day. But um, my parents filled out the forms for me and they put courses they, they, they felt. Without even asking Yeah, you. without asking me. What? Yeah, because oh I, was, my goodness. <laughs> I was in the hospital. I had just had a baby. Mm. Yeah, I just had a but baby. But still, I would still see yeah, so but uh, before, When they looked at my results from <laughs> school, because I had done economics, mathematics, physics, and I'd passed. So they, um, I did Bachelor of Commerce at university, but I did not like it. I did not enjoy it. Did you ever tell your parents? I did not. I just did it to please them because I was coming from um, I was coming from a very uh, I was coming from a, like a hole of sorts. Mm. So I was trying to clear myself. I was trying to be the good child. Yeah, uh, yeah that would be another story if you ever host me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had to I had to prove a point to them that this time around I'm a very reformed girl. I'm a <laughs> I will do. You are atoning for your was, sins. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a confession of sorts. Anything no. they wanted me to do, oh, I just yeah. did. Uh, so immediately after, immediately after uh, my bachelor's, I enrolled for a postgraduate in human resource oh. management because that is what her, yeah. I looked around, I couldn't go into leisure and hospitality anymore because it was always my dream course. Yeah. Then after graduating, I went back and I did HR at Uganda Management Institute. So and how's it going for you as the it's, human it's, resource it's good. person? It's good. What, yeah. is it, what, are the, what are the things that we don't understand about human resource? I, I like to tell people mm -hmm. that um, some things, actually not some, some prof all professions, 
you need to be passionate about it. Oh, yeah. Let alone the books. Let alone going into class and getting a master's degree. Uh, I like to say that do a job that you like and you'll never have to work a day in your life. People keep saying that. Yeah. Mm. Just do a job that you like. <laughs> like with a podcast. I can't be you sick. Uh -huh. But I'm but sure I have to do the podcast. You have that inner force yeah. that pushes you and uh, it's a part of you. So I think I like HR. I haven't practiced as much mm. yeah, because I, I But I think you're doing it with La Rosa. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> it's a baby and yeah. we are... And I like it, dealing with the people, understanding. Because we all come from different backgrounds. So much. You want to yeah. look at Olivia who came from say a family of five people and then you want to deal with Nabuguzi who came from a family of 20 people different cultures different mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but then mm -hmm. how do we incorporate all these cultures how do we deal with all these people without uh, first of all not looking at their qualifications they're very important I, I'm not saying yeah. they're not important qualifications are good and um, necessary but then I like to put personalities first it's helpful. Yeah, I like to put personalities first. Yeah. Because once you understand this one is very, very short-tempered, how do I deal with it? Because you're not going to kill them for <laughs> who they are. No. Yeah. You just have to learn to live with them. Harmonious living should be the goal at the end of the day, whether in the workplace, at home, in a taxi. Oh, God, I wish I could... I could, <laughs> if people could only learn to live happily, harmoniously, yeah. without, without judging, without backstabbing, without lying. But well, I'm not good, and I'm not assume oh, he's. Man, man, man. That's where the complexity of life comes yeah. in. So you ironic. talked about motherhood mm. being your first and daily job. At what point did you? ever feel like I look forward to being a mother? Uh, the day I gave birth to my firstborn, mm -hmm. when um, I was pregnant, I did not feel it. You know, Whoa. when a child is inside your stomach, yeah, of course you look forward to having them, you mm -hmm. look forward to raising them, but then the reality hasn't sunk in because that person is still inside you. You're still alone. I don't know if you get it. You are still alone, but the day this person comes on earth, you look mm. at a little creature, vulnerable, yeah, entirely dependent, dependent on, on you. you. You have to find out if they're hungry, because they're not <laughs> going to talk. Yeah. You have to know if um, it's the right time for them to take a shower, to change a diaper, all that. So, uh, by the way, I get, I normally, I, I, I only have two children, mm -hmm. but... Um, I think I get postpartum depression. What do you mean you think you get? I think I get it. I haven't really, I don't want to confirm that I get Every it. Every after Like after birth? giving birth? Yeah, after birth. Okay. Because after giving birth, mm -hmm. yourself as a mother, you are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. are not mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. depending on the um, either C-section or normal birth. Each of them comes with um, its own baggages. Yeah. But then you, you need extra care. But on the other hand, you also have this little thing. Sorry to call it a thing. Yeah. And they just need you all the time. Exactly. So um, wow. I, I think I'm a lucky person that I have a whole lot of people around me. But every time I, I have a child, there's a support system. 
have my mother around. I have my sister. So you have a chance for them chance. to take care of the I do not want to one. imagine how it would be without them. See, it takes a toll on me when I have this whole lot of people around. So I wonder how it would have been. I do not want to jinx it or even think about it. So uh, motherhood, the day I got my firstborn, yeah. my firstborn, it was a very happy day and a very sad day on the other hand. What made you sad? Um, I had so many complications giving birth. Mm. So many that resulted into like a lifetime brain damage to my son that caused the condition that he has today. But um, I went into labor as any other woman. And um, in the labor ward, things were not good. They were not good, they were not good. So finally he came out, but I did not get to see him. He had to be rushed to the ICU immediately. Yeah. yeah. So I was, um, I was very tired from the labor ward. So I, I, I first did not look forward to the baby, to seeing the baby. So it was after about four or five hours that I went to see him. Did you feel, oh, you, that, that it was after four or five uh, hours yeah. that you wanted? That I went. You that, went? Yeah. Oh, I was going to be like, whoa, you gave birth and you weren't feeling insecure that you hadn't seen the child? The first hour, really, I did not feel insecure because the process had been long and painful and ugly, sorry to call it that, mm. yeah, so I just wanted to get that child out of my... You were tired. I was Happy. tired. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> actually that's what I said when I gave oh, yeah? the kid, leave me alone, <laughs> leave me alone. And yeah. Yeah, but I thank God my mother was there, my sisters were there, so um, they were in charge mm -hmm. and I was very, I felt secure with them around. So after four hours I was called to go check on my child, but... Um, the image is still so fresh. Mm -hmm. Eleven years later, the image is still so fresh. I phone him in the incubator. For for lack of a better word, he was connected to wires everywhere. Like his little feet, his little hands, his little nose, his head. What happened in your mind when you like, saw that? Huh? <laughs> it was like an electric connection of sorts. Someone could turn off the switch, probably that would be the end of him. But um, I, th I thank God for the nurses and doctors at that hospital because they really did, they really did everything within their means. Yeah. So I looked at him and I'm like, oh, so is it like this? Remember it was my first child, mm -hmm. yeah? And I was a little girl at the time, not so little because you cannot have a child when you're so little, but I was, I was only 19. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> so I looked, but then when I looked around the room, it was uh, the neonatal ICU. I realized mine is not as bad. Oh. Yeah, there were other babies that were so little, preterms, six months, seven months. So I thanked God. And we stayed there. He stayed in the ICU for some days, for, for 10 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've talked about the permanent result mm. of what went on in the hospital yeah. that your son carries to mm. date. I got to see a post that you reshared. Yeah. I don't remember which year it could have been. It and have been you were talking 2020. You were talking to him. Mm. And uh, what you were talking with when you were talking with him at that point, you were asking him 
about the things a particular child said or particular him. kids say to him mm. in school. And I, I got, I, f I think I first read the caption about cerebral palsy and your question was, I think what struck me, yeah. I don't, I might not remember the whole post, yeah. but what struck me, I remember cerebral palsy. First of all, cerebral palsy itself, it wasn't a common thing. Yeah. I was only, I only knew it seeing videos that might pop up. Mm. Someone and these are white paid, people, yeah. meanwhile, or people in America. So I'm like, wait. We have it in Uganda? <laughs> you know? It, there's things are existent, but we barely talk about yeah. them. So I was like, oh, okay. Someone I know. Exactly. <laughs> and then there is a question of, have we taught our normal children to live in the same society, to share space with the children that have incapacitated yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. growth or something like that? So, can you help us understand the beats of cerebral palsy? Um, <clears throat> cerebral palsy is, um, is a condition that normally or always comes at birth. Always comes at birth? Most of the time. Most mm -hmm. of the time. If, uh, for example, for my son, I will, I will not go into detail because I'm not a medical doctor, but I will talk for what I know. What you experienced. What I experienced, yeah. So um, every time a child, a child comes out of the mother's womb, they have to cry, they have to make that sound. So in a layman's language, they say <coughs> oxygen, when they make that loud cry, oxygen goes straight to the brain. Oh. Yeah. So the brain is now open to the world, like, oh, now mm. things have changed, we're not inside anymore, but we're in a different whole world. So what happened with my son, he had, um, um, it's, it's called a cord, the okay. umbilical cord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was tied around him, oh. yeah, while still in the stomach. But didn't they didn't see did, that? No. Oh, no. That's, that's the ugly bit because I actually went to, for an ultrasound scan before, like an hour before. And they did not see apparently. it? Apparently, they did not see it. No way. Yeah. So, no, that is. So I, I, I like to tell people that it was the negligence of the hospital, but on the is other hand, mean? they worked so hard. They did everything within their means. Well, they shouldn't have worked that hard if they had if seen they, it before. Yeah, so people were saying, why don't you sue them? Why don't you do this? That's what I was going to ask Yeah, you. but <laughs> my mother told me, no, mm. it could have been worse. Let's thank God the boy is here and prepare for whatever comes. Yeah. And I thank God we didn't go into that legal battle with the hospital because it's a very big hospital, yeah. One of the biggest in, in Kampala, in mm. Uganda. Um, so anyway, what happened, the baby had a cord around him, so I kept on pushing the baby. Our baby wasn't coming, I got tired, and he also got tired. Whoa. Uh, the, the first nurse midwife came, the second one came, and until a third, actually a doctor came and told him, what can't you see, the baby is suffocating. So they had to do their magic, cut the cord, and they, they just had to pull out the baby. Because the process had taken about two hours. Yeah, so he was fatigued. Two hours of you trying to pull exactly. the child. Yeah. I, if I remember very well, it was from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. 20th May, 2020. Whoa, yeah. two hours. Yeah, and um, I was... Um, I was in a one room, but then you'd hear 
20 minutes into the process in the next room my baby is crying a baby is crying a baby is crying so that can really eat up your mind you know because like why am yeah. i not getting done with yeah. this so it wasn't good that in that it scared me a lot i thought i'd never have any other children no you see the gap one yeah, 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 12, yeah, yeah, three. yeah yeah but after some time like i was like so anyway what happened that um the baby did not cry i remember i remember hearing the doctor say there's excessive fetal distress we must act right away that that it's i remember tired. very well yeah like excessive fetal distress we must act right away like you just keep saying like <laughs> so but since i was also tired mm -hmm. and uh, my mom had been in the room was watching everything actually for her she first first thought the baby had died mm. so she just moved out of the room crying and telling people I, i don't think we have a baby i don't think we have a baby but especially now that he hadn't cried he hadn't cried and he had turned purple he was mm. yeah he was purple the color Lack of oxygen yes yeah yeah he had turned purple so they rushed him to the icu So while there I think he responded after four days. Yeah, he responded after four days. For him to start breathing on his own. For him to cry and produce. Yo. Yeah. Whoa. After four one, two, three, four days. He opened his eyes, he moved his little fingers. So he was just there, he was, yeah, he was nothing was moving. Yeah. Nothing was moving. We were feeding him through tubes. Whoa. Yeah, he was all connected. That is very depressing for the first for mother. The, yeah, yeah or not even the first mother. Every for a mother. For a mother. So, but um, God is really great. I must say the doctors did their part, but I attribute everything to. Yeah. So he lacked oxygen at birth, and. Um, Apparently if uh, the brain does not get oxygen immediately mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a part of it yeah a part of it gets damaged and with the brain damage it's irreversible okay. yeah you can only you can only help somehow somewhere but that damage depending on the on the size or the propensity of the damage it's always irreversible yeah but um The, the number of days he spent in the ICU the doctors reviewed him and we, we they they really prepared us and they told yeah. us this that has happened you may have to expect this expect that and mm -hmm. this but mm -hmm. we're here for you bring him back as much as you want we'll help uh, were there counseling services yeah they were they were mm -hmm. they were they told us um he may not his growth rate may not be the same as children of his age but do this and that and that and we're also here they 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 really were helpful yeah so like i said at the beginning i always like to focus on the positive that's right this had already happened going into a legal battle with them would it change anything or it, it would stress me further it actually doesn't yeah it doesn't reverse yeah. it you know either. it it doesn't yeah. reverse it either So they sat me down they, with, with with the father of the child and my parents and they counseled us expect this expect that but yeah. then so we we left the hospital I think about after 14 days 
Wow. Yeah, after 14 days we left the hospital and went home. And the baby was okay, he was breastfeeding very well, very... He had, he had recovered mm, as a baby, mm, he had mm, recovered mm. and... Yeah, so we went home. But um, like the doctors had told us, his growth rates, the milestones were very slow. I think he sat, normally children sit at uh, four or five months, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, at five months, really, he could not sit. That is when it started to sink in. To sink in that something could actually be worse than what yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Five months, he could not sit. Eight, seven, uh, nine months. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm imagining mm. you have people around you asking, how come? How come he's not sitting? Force him. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the thing. Force him, put him in a basin, uh. tie clothes around him, do this. Then he would drip like saliva, like his head was always weak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he made a year. I think he started sitting pretty well at, at around 11 months. Oh. You can imagine. Like everything was behind schedule. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so at mm -hmm, one year, mm -hmm. we went back to hospital and um, they advised that we do all those scans, we do a brain scan, we do, like we do the different tests. But being a, a young girl... So what did they want to find at that they time? They wanted to diagnose, they wanted to know what the problem was because apparently this that he got at birth, mm -hmm. this... Um, this distress that he got at birth mm -hmm. normally comes with so many adverse effects. It comes with so many side effects, but they cannot just tell that it's this. Okay. Yeah, they have. Oh, they can't really tell the effects there and then. Then, then it has to. It's a gradual process. Mm. Yeah, and it, it it normally comes after diagnosis. But uh, when they told me to do that scan, in my head I was like, no, I'm not ready to listen to. Yeah, I told the doctor, let me go and do the scans, I'll come back. I did not come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes being young is just stupid. You're, you're like all sorts of... You have things that you're scared of. You That's know? the thing, yeah. It's too much information. It's too much information for you. I was in school, I was, I was in first year at university. Here I am, have purpose to do, have a life to live, honestly. And uh, then there's this little baby that I like so much. So one year into his life, the boy is not walking, he's not standing, mm -hmm. he just sits down there and looks at you. But then I knew, I knew something was not right. right. So two, one and a half years, two years, the boy is not walking. So that's when my parents were like, you know what, you have to concentrate on school. Just bring the boy and, and we stay with him. Mm. So I took the boy home to my mother and um, they really looked after him very well. They really, but remember, we had not done the... the, the you the, hadn't gone back for the Yeah, results. I hadn't gone back. Much as I lied that I had. Yeah, I told my mother that I had and everything was okay. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, God, on it. That's what I said. <laughs> that he was okay, but she. You didn't. wanted to believe that it's mm. okay. 
she didn't seem convinced because people would tell me he'll be fine he's just a, a, a brown child there's that mentality and i don't know where we get it as africans or ugandans that, that brown children oh. take long to oh. <laughs> oh you've not God. heard of that before no oh <laughs> like in luganda they say that is ridiculous yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> oh my god light-skinned light-skinned children um <laughs> <laughs> Are always lazier. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, learn that from me. Yeah. So there are so many things happening in this place. <laughs> so much. So oh. anyway, um, I took him to stay with my parents, and they really looked after him. Oof. Yo, you people, we should have so much respect for our parents. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah, should have yeah, yeah. a lot of respect for our grandchildren because they know so much they know so much grandparents yeah, sorry our grandparents like those old people mm. they know so much and they, there's a lot there's a lot that we have in our society that people are not utilizing because the entire time my son was uh, with my parents he did not do so many hospital visits but they helped him with physiotherapy at home oh yeah without hospital consultation they would go once in a while, not like the visits we had when I when I used to live with him. Mm -hmm. It was every week, every two weeks. You were visiting we were, hospitals. Yeah, I think I visited every pediatrician in this country. Everyone that they talked about, I would go, and they were really helpful. I'm I'm really thankful for. It's called Dr. Biarogaba, mm -hmm. Bugolobi Children's medical center he was really helpful but when i took him to my parents they they embarked on physiotherapy because for two years yeah for two years my son did not wear shoes yeah for two years my father would wake up in the morning every morning at 6 a.m take him out in the grass and make him walk like holding him mm. they would make him walk barefooted was was your father someone who would raise up ali yeah on a normal day no he he had he had to do that for his so he decided yeah he decided he decided he's self-employed so he puts most of the things on the side he would leave home at nine in the morning but he would make sure before he leaves wow yeah so he would take him out in the grass that morning grass it does magic. Oh, I'm just not told. I know now. Before I did not know, but I know. For those children that do not walk well, uh, what I must thank God for, all this time, all this time that uh, um, one year, two years, we had not diagnosed that it was cerebral palsy. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have the right diagnosis, but then we knew something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. But then the boy wasn't walking and all that. So all this we were doing just to help the boy walk and get, I mean, get moving. Because his growth rate, the sh like he was behind schedule. Um, I'm talking about now two and a half years, coming to three, but he wasn't walking. Whoa. Yeah, so my father would take him out. Then they would, they would massage his feet. Mm. Then they would give him um, cow foot, molokone. You know, oh, yeah, you know Yeah, yeah, the soap. Every day would. I somehow didn't believe that. Like, oh, yeah. Does this thing really do anything? I tell you, um, um, uh, before I did not know. At some or point, believe. I was like, I think it's just. Uh, You've heard about it before. 
Yeah, I eat it, mm. but I've had I've had I've had people talking about it. I don't know I don't know what I don't know what vitamin or mineral is. Oh, it has a vitamin? We could check. We yeah, could check uh, much later. Yeah, we will check mm -hmm. much later, but yeah, they give him cow foods, they give him fruits, like he was treated naturally. Yeah, at home. They would do the usual hospital visits, like once in a while because of his, he's arthritic. Oh yeah. Yeah, so because of that, mm. um, these other sicknesses, but for his, even his, his speech wasn't good. Yeah, his speech wasn't good, but then at first we had to concentrate on the, the legs. On the legs. And I really thank God because all children, uh, not all, most children that are diagnosed with uh, cerebral palsy, it's too bad. I've seen them it's having too, too, too trouble and, to and I thank God every day, by the way. I thank God the whole time. I really thank God. I wish I could just find him and, like and, real and real hug him. <laughs> because, yeah, most oh, wow. children, it's, it's too bad. Mm. They cannot do anything for themselves. They're too, too incapacitated. They cannot sit. They cannot feed. They cannot talk. They can't do anything. But at, at least, I think, um, at four years, Three years coming to four years, my boy started walking. It wasn't oh. walking like so so well. Yeah, it was. Um, but there was already movement. Yeah, there was movement. Within a year. Yeah, there was movement. Even um, coming to two years, he started walking with support. Yeah. Yeah, he started walking with support. But at four years, he started moving. But between four, between two and a half years and four, when he started walking. Oh my God! The boy fell down. They could walk. At actually, he's now eleven, but his hair at at, um, at the, the back of his head can't grow even now because he fell so much that he would throw his head down. At some point, my mom was like, "Let's buy him a helmet mm -hmm. so he can put it on at home." Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, finally, he started walking. He wasn't as strong, but then there was movement, and that alone was. It's a milestone. It was a, a big one. We actually even went to church. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Because, so all the time he was, um, he was living with my parents. So when he made five, we decided to actually go to hospital and find out what. Wow. Because he was going to start school. We put him into school at four years, but he, like, he couldn't grasp anything. Like he couldn't. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You'd, you'd, you'd tell him this is A, letter A, and in the next minute, he doesn't know what it is. Ooh. You tell him this is number one, then... So, so then when you would say the letter, would he say it? Yeah, he would. He would. But then when you ask again... Not at all. Whoa. Yeah, even he's uh, writing his name. Like, he would say his name, my name is so-and-so. Um, I think... I think um, his damage or the problem that he got affected his um, his uh, reading. Yeah, it affected his reading capacity because orally he's very good. Oh yeah, orally he's amazing. But reading and putting and writing, mm -hmm. uh, given that his uh, his right side um, was very weak, even writing. You can write you can write a sentence when he's still on the first or second word, even at the moment. Yeah, that I think that is um, that is a lifetime, yeah, challenge. So 
at four years we started going to different hospitals meeting different people therapists because i mean when 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 you learn that your child has a problem but mm. do not know what mm. it actually is mm. as a mother mm. or as, mm. as a parent you're forced to read and recite so i'd put all that he has so there's there are a whole lot of conditions this this and this and this so there's a condition called dyslexia i don't know if you heard yeah, about, I've heard it. about yeah, it yeah it's it's That's a read, reading yeah thing. it's a reading thing so at first i thought he had dyslexia because all his problems his but then uh, dyslexia does not have does not affect someone physically it's an intellectual disability yeah yeah that's what we thought so we went and met a uh, dyslexia therapist here in uganda and they tried to assess him but then they later found out it wasn't no, it wasn't it, it wasn't we met other people because we thought of so many other conditions until finally we went to Kosu in Entebbe. Oh, yeah, I went to Kosuin and Tebe and they reviewed him for days. I would take him there, I think, every Tuesday. And finally, they they told us he has cerebral palsy. Yeah, that was uh, at five years. At five years, cerebral palsy. And they, they told us uh, what to expect, mm -hmm. what not to ask of him. Oh, yeah. What? And like I said what earlier. Can you give us an example mm. of the things that were, were that you were told, things that you do not have to ask of him? You you, you don't have to expect the best performance out of him oh, yeah. in class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they all come in different in different um, um, they, they all they all come in different different ways. All get affected in different ways. You'll find one who is very very good in class, but they cannot talk. Oh, yeah. Mm. They, the 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 hearing is okay, but the speech is not okay, and they understand each and everything. So every child, every child is, is different. Is affected differently. Yeah, but um, one thing the doctors told us, like I told you, like just thank God, because I also did not know much about cerebral palsy. Then I got to see other children. I was like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, they just told me to take it slow. Let him do what he can. What he cannot do, do not force him, especially in class. Then also, like our day-to-day, -day, he has he has mood swings. Yeah, he has very very bad mood swings. Is it because of that? Is it because of cerebral palsy? I think it's it it comes with um it comes it comes with a damage with yeah. the brain damage. Yeah. So we we do not push him a lot. We do not push him a lot. We were told to take everything slow, take every day at a time. Yes, do not force him to do things. Support him where you can. Um, then his speech is not as good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You, the words the words come out, but yeah. they're not well. They're not well pronounced. We tried. We tried to do speech therapy. But then, do uh, we have those in Uganda? Yeah, they're, they're very expensive. Oof, very, very, very expensive. You could ask for a hundred dollars an hour. Uh, yeah, uh, but I met an amazing uh, lady. Um, I think she was a teacher at Galaxy in Lobowa, and um, she, she was a white lady. She told me, Olivia, do not waste your money. Mm, yeah, don't. Mm, nothing mm, is going to change. Mm, mm. Don't waste your money. Just. So the therapist didn't even tell you that? They didn't. But this lady was a speech wow. therapist who someone recommended and we met once. She really fell in love with him and it's like...
I like the money, this is what I started to do, but don't, nothing, we're not going to do more than this. Yeah. So we were prepared. Yeah, we were prepared and accepted. Yeah. That, that's how he is and that's how he will always be. And uh, we've really tried to be supportive. I have tried to be supportive. I'm, um, when he tells me, Mommy, I want to do this, the only problem is today he wants this so, 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 so much. He gets attached to things, to things so much. Yeah. Then tomorrow. He, he's not all about the business. Yeah. <laughs> he has moved on yeah, already. Yeah, but uh, the doctor has told me that's part of it. One day, one time. So you also have to be flexible. Exactly. Wow. You have to be flexible. You don't have to be so rigid and not telling this and not telling that. And also extremely attentive because be things keep changing in things, his world. Things keep changing in his world. But um, um, he's into a mainstream school. He's not in a special needs school. I took him to a mainstream school. How is he managing? Uh, first of all, I talked to the school administration. From the teachers to the getman to the cooks. Every department. Every department. Myself, I did not send anyone there. Because one of the things, he's been bullied a lot. He has been into so many schools. So, 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 so many schools. Wow, at 11. Yeah, at 11. I think he has gone to about five schools now. Wow. Yeah. But then before, as a parent, I was still in denial. And expecting him to be treated just like other children. Mm. But then it's only natural. Mm. It's only natural. Mm. Um, I, I just like uh, most of the time I tell I tell parents, if only, if only you could talk to your children, that out there there are other children that are like this. You never know. I mean, you're a mother. You still give birth. Tomorrow you might give birth to such a child. It's mm -hmm. not like I wish That's you to. Right. Yeah. For, for it's, it's not like in someone's DNA or, or, or exactly. genes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no monopoly to having no more children. There is no monopoly. Yeah, there's no monopoly to that. You, God, that's what we pray for and that's what we wish for. And, um, and that's what we advocate for if we could have like very good health care. If uh, midwives and doctors could be attentive and, and pay like the necessary, at least if it's to happen, let it be a one-off. Let it not be a case of negligency. Yeah. Yeah. If it's to happen, let let it not be out of someone's uh, uh, negligency or what. So, and there's so many things that happen, especially without healthcare. Some of these cases happen because of lack of necessities. Yeah. A woman will get pregnant and not do an ultrasound throughout yet in the present day and era uh, we thank God for technology you can easily know when a child is still in your stomach whether they have a problem whether they're okay can it be prevented there's so many things that can be done here yeah? so um, we have really we have really tried to support him uh, I have really because uh, he knows even if you spoke to him he would tell you my mother says I'm the best Oh well, yeah, yeah, my, my mother, mother says. Yeah, my mother says I'm the best at what I do, and everyone knows. So for you, what mm. you think? Deal with your yourself. opinion does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he tells you very well. My mother says I am the best, and I really thank God for his current school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really thank God because uh, in class he does not really perform well. Yeah, 
because of his different challenges. Orally, he's okay, like I told you. Yeah. When they read and um, tell him this and that, he will grasp it. But when it's time to put it on paper, he's not good with spellings. So does it affect memory as well? I think so. I think so. Actually, yeah, it does. Because if you cannot spell a word that you have seen, then there is like some, some issues with your memory. Um, but um, all the time, like grading-wise, when they are grading, you find that he has eight, seven, nine. But I spoke to his teachers, the school administration, and they now understand him. So they always tell him, Hashim, you're among the best in class. You get it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he tells me, Mommy, I got four, but when you look at his results, actually, he has nines. And yeah, but that is not, that is not the case. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is not the mm -hmm. case. And I'm really, really, really so proud of him. Yeah. So um, has the school gone as far as talking to his classmates? Yeah, they, they, they do. They do. They still bully him. He still gets bullied. Even when they talk. Yeah, even to when them. they talk to them. So they t they they tell him you walk like a frog. You s you speak. Your words come out so funny. But I I I'm really grateful that he has learned to fight for himself. Like he laughs at them as like you're the funny one. <laughs> Are you listening to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Are you listening yeah. to what you're saying? Yeah, so so you also when I remember I I keep it's such a beautiful video that you shared yeah. yes because I I saw the power or the need of parents affirming their children mm. is it something that you feel like we lack in our society so 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 much the parent so and much. child relationship parent and child relationship is very important I just wish. It is something, I just wish they could introduce it somewhere in schools or somewhere during antenatals when a woman is going to give birth and they have to emphasize with them, make your child your friend, make your children your friend. You get, it is something that is lacking. Uh, There's so many mistakes as we did, like in our generation, like I, I told you earlier, that uh, if we had been closer to our parents, would not have done. Yeah, even these children that bully our children, our special children, yeah. if their parents could bring them closer and, 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 and introduce these topics. Because first of all, me, I find it very okay for children to know that this one is different from us. That is absolutely... By the way, we don't have those, we don't have those, one, we don't have those conversations. Yeah. Two, sometimes we have this imagination that that is a case far away from my experience. Yeah, and, um, and also, there are so many parents out there that are not proud of their children that are like that. So many, especially in the rural setup. I don't know much about the urban area, but I've come to appreciate that now people are coming out. There are so many support groups, there are so many spaces. In the urban centers? Yeah, in the urban centers. But in the rural areas, like I told you, I spent a whole lot of time in the villages campaigning. I got to see people hiding their children. Hiding? Yeah. Because they looked at those children as curses. Whoa. Yeah. They're like, especially the men, when a woman gives birth to such a child, they'll say, in my family, we do not have such a child. That is like an omen. Does that make sense? In my family, what are you talking about? Yeah. 
it is very very common it is very common men run away from women i've heard the cases so many i've seen one not one not two not three but a whole lot of men running away from their wives because they gave birth to a child there's so many other conditions it's not only cerebral palsy the other conditions that actually come when the child is still in the stomach yeah mm -hmm, these mm -hmm, hydrocephalus mm -hmm. a, a child born with a big head right. there's autism there's um, there's so many other yeah so but the moment a child is born with a condition that is different from the normal children in the rural setup you'll find that um only two out of five men will stay others that is a curse in my family we do not give birth to such children Come as on. if you are yeah. god <laughs> i don't like that yeah. word so I don't know, it, so it makes children, me tired yeah children, children. Me, those uh, those children are hidden and in some some places you find that um they construct like a cage yeah a cage for them then keep throwing food inside like a dog like an no. animal yeah but i've remembered yeah. I, I i went i went to bakateyamba some in, some in time Patalema? back bakateyamba here yeah, in nalukolo yes yeah and we found a a, a lady mm. she, she 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 had become an adult but the the nun said that she had she been, been locked born. up she, she she had a deformity so i think she said they placed her in in, in a, a drum, drum you know yeah. they they would place her in a drum and then that's where they would pour food yeah, I've, I've seen that not so once, even not when twice. they give her food on the plate because she is not really present yeah. the way her would be ready to experience things mm. when they give her food she has to throw it around like because she knows whoa yeah so i've seen a boy um back home in rango who, who was locked up in a cage like at the back of the house and that's where he spends the night day and night he's in there he does everything in in there he excuses himself there no the throw food in there whoa yeah but um i wish i just wish all parents or even uh, parents with um, children like that and even those that do not have them would know that um this one thing that god did not give your child yeah this one sense or this one um system or memory that god did not give your child he compensated with something else mm. much 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 more than this because i tend to look at these people they are very bright by they the way smart. <laughs> they I've are seen, smart i've seen that so i i got to appreciate that yeah one thing that's missing was compensated i think twice or thrice of what they don't have you just need to discover it it may not take a year or two. it can even take 10 years mm. and especially down here in africa or uganda i don't know about other countries in uganda i wish we had that system that could help us discover what our children will do or are really good at from the start instead of having to take them through school do 20 or 15 subjects but at the end of the day see because I, i focus a lot on my child i know this time he wants this he wants this but i know after after senior one or senior two 
we may not continue with uh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because he's um he's an art person mm -hmm. yeah he loves photography oh, yeah? yeah so i'm getting a camera for him very soon mm -hmm. and i already enrolled him into our school so he'll, he's going to start because i don't want to, to i don't want to break him with uh, a million things go to mathematics go to history go to geography stressing. go to uh, chemistry <laughs> you get yeah so at the end of the day he'll get demotivated and hate each and everything but how many parents have the privilege that i have they they are not many and even those that do, do not know what to do you get they haven't um they uh, some of them haven't really interested themselves in uh because uh, some people tell me, Olivia, you have kajanja, this, that. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm yeah, doing this yeah. for my child. I'm doing this for him. So if only we could know that these children are special, like, like the word special is, and discover what is that special element. That they come with. That they come with. Because I got to know that the composition that God gave them for what he did not give them, is a million times more than that but we need to discover it yeah i wish i could do something but i cannot right. i cannot no i mean you cannot you cannot go to every parent you can only do that talking like i'm doing right now if someone like listens that you shared it's, yeah it's, it's a powerful post exactly. i don't know if you know how powerful it is because after that i, I got so many people contacting me so many olivia i saw this olivia i read this how do you handle you share those are the support systems that I talked about. There's yeah, so many mothers yeah, out yeah, there. Sometimes yeah. you just need to learn from a person. And all these people are not professionals. I'm not a professional myself with uh, uh, children with special needs, much as I may have one. And uh, I thank God my son's condition is minor compared to others. But um, parents really need to be helped. Yeah. Yeah. And I would really encourage others not to hide their children. It's crazy. Yeah. Not to hide. I tell people it could have child, been worse. It could have what, been worse. What they're doing is that the child brings them shame. But why? But why? You did not call for it. It's not like a project that went wrong at the end of the day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So basically... So you, 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 you made a decision not to enroll him in mainstream schools as in, opposed in, in to... Special, in special needs schools. Rather, yes. Yeah. Do, 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 do you... Do, oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. <coughs> I'll edit it out. Do, don't you feel like a special needs school would serve him better than a, no. special, uh, that a, than a mainstream school? Because um, his condition is not as bad. You get... I wanted him to be challenged. Oh. Yeah. I wanted him to be somewhere with other children that will challenge him. Our schools, uh, our um, special needs schools, mm. you find uh, our, our little babies are more incapacitated than him. Because they are yeah, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, they are down, they cannot talk, they cannot talk. So I did not want him to be the one to uh, others to learn from. I wanted him to learn from others. I wanted him to get involved in uh, sports with others, wanted him to get involved in debates with others. And uh, once I spoke to his teachers and they agreed and they accepted, I was good. I just wanted him to have that challenge because like I said, I thank God his condition is not as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, It's there, he has it, 
but then he can walk he can talk mm, the words may not come out very well but he can he can you can understand what he's saying he can right, feed himself right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah he can feed yeah he doesn't um litter his clothes anymore his saliva is now okay it doesn't come out anymore mm. yeah so and i think it, it, it has come it it has come with a grooming with a I like to call it military training <laughs> yeah because had i left him home maybe he wouldn't have been as shrewd or as strong as he is because at home you'll find that you do everything for him and exactly. better he's in boarding school whoa yeah oh my god yeah he's in boarding it's it's weekly boarding oh how yeah. is that that you pick him up on friday but but then actually i think ever since this time started he, he doesn't want to come back home Wow. Yeah, because on the weekend is no, when they play football. he can live independently. He does. He does. He lives That's independently. And, yeah. Because now what I'm picking from you is that I don't know if I've understood it wrongly. Help mm. me. Help correct yeah. me if I've understood it wrong. What I'm picking from this is that special needs schools leave the child the way they are yeah. and do not allow them to advance. It's not that they don't allow them. But sometimes it's not possible. You get whatever they do is what they can do. They cannot go beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get it. Mm. If a child is um, in a wheelchair and they cannot walk, you're not going to force them to walk because they cannot. That's how they are. You get. So if uh, I bring this boy who can, God has really helped. He can walk, but then he spends the day with other children who cannot walk you'll find that he's also seated there the whole exactly. day. Exactly, it's a normal thing. Because it is okay, that is yeah, how they yeah, are, yeah, and yeah, you don't yeah, blame yeah, them, yeah. yeah? You just have to support them um, in, in, in their own way. If uh, I get this boy who is trying so hard to talk and do this and that, and put him in a class of children who cannot talk, he's going to be, like he will not get challenged, he will not with someone else because this is how this innocent child is you get yeah. so special needs children uh, sorry special needs schools help a child to a given extent they cannot go beyond what a child cannot do mm. yes mm. Uh, but this boy can ask to go to the toilet he can use the toilet by himself but you find that most of our babies most of our, our children in our special needs schools they are completely incapacitated and they have to use a diaper and right, yes. Right, right, so right. I chose to take him to a mainstream school so that he does, he copies because he children, what the yeah, children learn by before he used to darten himself, he used to pee on himself, he used to poop on himself mm. like in the earlier years, but he has outgrown that over yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, he has outgrown I've that. Seen, I've seen, I've seen some people that, that stay in that in that system yeah. to a point of adulthood. Exactly, there are so many. Yeah, yeah but because uh, their condition was, was too, too much, the damage was too, too much, so it affected them. It affects the brain, so uh, the, the, their movement, their speech, like everything else. So many, so many. Actually, cases of, uh, minor cases are very small. They're oh. there, yeah. But they're there, so but the severe cases outweigh. Yeah, because the uh, I remember the, the doctor ones. told me, um, out of um, out of ten children that are affected or get cerebral palsy, uh, about six 
six or seven in a wheelchair they completely incapacitated wow. they can't do much yeah so basically that is it i think now looking at you and listening to you i i really feel like mental health and motherhood are things that <laughs> they walk hand in hand <laughs> <laughs> that we are not talking about yeah. or guilt tripping parents for feeling a particular way yeah what was it like in your mental space in your mental Ooh. world what are the things that you may um, have experienced first of all it was denial denial which is very bad um, I think in life you can never get anything good out of denial because you I mean you're just you're just looking at the outside you are not getting to the gist of the matter you are not you're not touching that that point that should actually touch for things to work out right so at first when when, when we were still in hospital when i'd just given birth and they told us i was mm. like ah maybe these guys i mean they're not god God could reverse things tomorrow and yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So fast forward, remember I told you I was supposed to go and do a brain scan, then you're like mm, I'm like, I'm no. Good. Yeah, because people would tell me, Yeah, hey, he'll grow up, he'll grow up. He's just brown. Yeah. He's just brown, he's just a lazy and chubby. <laughs> you know, he's know. just brown he's and chubby. He will Yes. People have ridiculous yeah. imagination. But then when we actually embarked on the process, yeah of uh, finding out the right diagnosis, meeting different therapists, meeting different doctors. Every night I would go back home, enter my bed and cry and I'm like, but why? Why my child? Yeah. My friends have so many children, but and they're none okay. Of them has this. None of them has this. Their children are okay. Why? So it, it really bothered me. It really, really stressed me. And uh, I felt like I was getting drained mentally yeah. i was getting drained i hated myself and i said i would never have any other children because maybe god doesn't like me oh you get yeah, yeah. so mentally uh, it really disrupted me i remember i used to work at a hotel in mokono it's called um it's called rider hotel i used to do reservations for the hotel and we were very very busy we used to host so many workshops seminars conferences mm. and um, my report uh, the, the report from my office is what the whole like the entire hotel would run would run their daily operations on yeah because I would confirm we have a hundred guests today um, 50 are going to be on full board uh, 50 are going to be so like I would share a report with the kitchen with the banqueting with a reception, so I would prepare a daily report for the hotel. Mm. But the, around that time is when we were trying to seek diagnosis for my child. Uh, when I found out that he had cerebral palsy and I read further about it, and I, 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 I didn't know he would be what he is right now because I had a different image of him not walking at all, not doing this. I remember one time I, I I shared, we used to call that report, we used to call it a schedule. I, I, I shared a business schedule with a hotel that we had um, 165 guests coming in. Mm -hmm. So they prepared food for 165 people who are not coming in. What happened? They sent an email counseling and I read it very well. But you weren't present. I wasn't present, I wasn't there. I was there physically, but 
So Whoa. I confirmed 100, imagine food Whoa. for 165 people. They prepare um, a conference hall for 100, I remember it was Minister of Health. They had canceled, they sent emails. Like Olivia, we've canceled, we communicate and you did. They sent back-to-back -back emails. And I, I can't confirm I read them. Whoa. But then I, 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 so my boss called me and told me, Olivia, what's the problem? And Oh, they gave you the space. They gave you the grace to talk yeah. about what's because happening. Because I, I had been doing my work very well. Mm -hmm. But that time, things were really, things were really not. So he called me, I, God bless that man. I, I, he sat me down. He's, he was an old man. He was my father, really. Mm, I told mm, him. Mm. I told him what was happening. I explained to him. He told me take two weeks off. Go home and, and you know workspaces. Don't think about these things. Uh, that's where I was coming to. Workspaces. You'll have deadlines to beat. You'll have reports to deliver, and your boss will not understand that as a person. You are going through a lot. That's why when we're talking about my HR, my HR bit, I told you I like to look at the personality before the qualification. Right. Right. What? Uh, how is the person? What is their mental status? What how, is happening back what home? What is happening back home? Because you do not expect someone um, to come and um, and uh, ace that report. When they have a, 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 a sick wife back home, mm, mm, when mm, they don't mm. have school fees, when the children are at home not eating and starving. So we tend to focus more on uh, delivering. We need that money. We need that target hit. We need this. But w that person who is supposed to deliver that target, are they in the right state of mind? You get. So that really disrupted me and i really thank god for that gentleman we used to call him chairman he's actually he actually became a friend he's yeah, like a father yeah, yeah. so i can always call him and say hello once in a while so when i told him he told me just take two weeks off you'll you'll come back when everything is okay so i went back home i i, sp I spoke to my mom i spoke to different people i remember i cried myself to sleep so many times so many times every time i would read then I kept on asking myself. So something kept pushing you mm. to check. Definitely. It is obvious. Even today. You I still want to be sure. I know. Yeah, you want to be sure. So when, when I got pregnant for my second born, oof, you have no idea. I went to the hospital. Even when I felt like a pinch, like a mosquito bite. <laughs> <laughs> right. I went to the hospital. Right, I just needed right. to be sure everything. I remember when I went to give birth, I told the doctor, I told him, doctor, I, I, I really, I really want to have a C-section. I am not ready to go back into it. He's like, no, Olivia. So you did not trust natural birth at I all? I did not just trust natural birth at all. Things to quicken? Yeah, but bless my doctor. He told me, no, you have no problem. Everything is okay. But now, you, you know, it's a little bit hard to believe because they had already told you everything That's what was okay. That's told me earlier. But this guy really assured me, and I told him, Doctor, if anything happens to my child, you're in for it. He's like, trust me. And everything went on. I like, had my natural birth and, and went back home. Yeah. So, and we're talking about mental health. I, I, I cried myself to sleep. I really, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But then I took time off. 
and started reading, yeah. talking to other people. And I kept on saying to myself, thank God, it could have been worse. It could have been, actually that phrase alone, it could have been worse. Mm. It helped you. It helped me. Because I looked at other children and I said, maybe I'm not grateful enough. Wow. Maybe uh, I'm not thanking God enough. Why should I cry and, and, and all be here sad and thanking a Lord when my child can actually walk? When he can say, Mommy, I want this. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Because yeah, these yeah. other people are in wheelchairs. You have to know when it's time to change the diaper. You have to know when they want to eat. They will not say a word. So it's like, um, um, how do I call Like a cloth that had covered me, then all of a sudden, it disappeared. And I said, no, this boy is fine. <laughs> this boy is okay. This boy is okay. That is why before I actually did not want to talk about it. Because okay. I felt like, mm, what will people see? People will see a boy walking, what then you have to, hey, what will mothers whose children are in wheelchairs say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because um, the time I shared my story on NTV, I remember someone commented, oh, you're a These are the things that discourage you. Mm. But then you look at um, this other person picking the positive bit of it. You're like, Let me share my story. You never know. Because a person will, a, a, a mother will give birth to a child and go through what I went through, but then will not know how to support their child. That's and uh, I, as a little girl, I used to be very stubborn. I used to be, and I used to be bright in class. And I used to laugh at people who used to come last. Why would you And you know, back in, I don't know if schools still do that, but because at my, my children's reading school, grades. reading grades, yeah. they don't do it anymore. They only read the best. And um, wh where my son goes, I requested them to always be reading him among. Among the best? Yes. Oh. Among the best. So they do. But back in the day, they they would read the the best three. Was it best three and best five? Then they three, would, I think. yeah, and then they would also read the last. Oh, maybe four, I don't know. Yeah, like the last three or five. So I would always laugh, and I'm like, eh, you, what you be doing <laughs> when we're studying? <laughs> but yeah, until it happened to my own child. Yeah. Whoa. I know no child is stupid until it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, actually, no, no child is dense. No child is stupid. Their capability is somewhere else. Precisely. Mm. I like mm. to tell people mm. that. Mm. Do not be so hard on your child that you've gotten an F9. Yes, I mean, this is a queen's language. Maybe yeah, he's, we are maybe he's meant to read Virango on, on radio. I will not yeah. <laughs> yes. We are too tied on on education, on education. You, you know, you've, you've, yeah. you've pointed that out and it still makes me cringe See. every time i remember the kids i studied with it would be vd yeah and because they have performed poorly they're like i wish my parents did not come. come me in my head i'm like what are you talking about i've not seen my mother hey and the only thing my mother would ask me is are you fine Yes, are you okay? What is happening in class? What are you finding hard? We talk to the teachers. Do you consult? Mm. These kids, 
the parents are going to crucify them. Like if they had, if they come with crosses, they would crucify them and plant them in schools. Whoa. Mm. We really care so much about things that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't. That shouldn't. Education is very important, yeah. It's it's very good. We advocate for it. But what kind of education? What is the outcome? What is um uh, what do we get at the end of the day after teaching your child twenty subjects? Right, 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 yeah. right. So until 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 my son started getting grades like bad grades in class. Mm -hmm. But then on the outside, he's the most confident child that you'll ever find. Mm -hmm. With his not-so-good words, he'll tell you. Then you laugh at him and like, what are you talking about? My mother says I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And, and he fights for himself. Yeah, he fights for himself. I, 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 I believe that's something that you might have gotten from the mainstream schools and exposure. Exactly. Because had I taken him um, in the other school, no one would challenge him. No one would have challenged him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would not see that he needed to be empowered. Because sometimes um, these children, our children in wheelchairs and all that, do not want that noise. So it has to be silence all through. Uh, like the different forms of therapy. So, but here it is. It is a military school. You have to, you know. Yeah. You have to fit in, and I'm glad he did. So I, I, I stopped feeling bad. I stopped feeling bad. I, I, like I'm okay mentally. I thank God and my role and duty is to guide him, support him, encourage him, like grow his esteem whichever yeah, way, yeah, whichever yeah, way. Yeah. And I have a whole lot of support around me, which support I don't take for granted. Support is very important. I do not take that for granted. So I'm, I'm, I'm only hoping and praying for him. And as we see what tomorrow holds. What do you leave? What words do you leave for us? What is that thing that you feel like mm -hmm. is important for us to not walk away from this episode without oh. getting? <laughs> um, embrace any child that God gives you. Embrace. Be thankful whether normal or special. Actually, I, I, I don't like to use that the word special. Special and normal, because they're all normal, but they have different they're capabilities. Different. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just different. So just embrace that child. And then also, parents out there need to make their children their friends. Mm. Just, just that, that's the magic. I believe so well, I'm not an expert in uh, parenting but um, out of experience parents out there should make their children their best of friends with that yeah. there's so many things there's so many bad things that your children will not do because they'll come and consult like for the girl or come and tell you mommy this and this is happening and yeah, you've grown yeah, up yeah, you've seen yeah. it all so you'll be able to ad advise them accordingly yeah so live in harmony be happy be happy. Be happy. Life is short, <laughs> man. Life is short. <laughs> yeah. So people that have had your offer to my wedding budget, oh yeah, they might want to know how they will, they they need they they can get in touch with you oh. when it comes to you know they might want reservations as well with mm. La Rosa. La Rosa, first of all, is located in Masaka, mm -hmm. Masaka City. We're at uh, Senyange Hill. 
that's just about a kilometer out of Masaka town. It's between Nyendo and Masaka town. I'm sure mm -hmm. everyone has heard of Nyendo. Yeah. Maybe not everyone. Uh, people the Masaka <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Nyendo town where grasshoppers <laughs> come from. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where grasshoppers come from. So we can be contacted on uh, 0779 Read it again. 0779 We look forward to hosting you. Is that your personal number? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I'm, 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 I, I, I imagined there could be someone else that might want to talk to you in no, relation um, to cerebral palsy as well. That's my personal number. Mm. The reason I shared that here is because um, of that. Oh, yeah. Someone could want to talk about the things that you have talked yeah, about. Yeah, the things that we have talked about. That's my personal number. You can call me about La Rosa. You can call me about CP. You can call me about motherhood. I'll share the little that I know. The little that you know. Yeah, because I believe you can never know so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Olive. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, too. <laughs> Thank you for the time. My takeaway from this episode is that do not get comfortable. Do whatever it takes for you to get to your next best season in life. Olivia, I celebrate you and your son for how much you put at stake for us as a society to check ourselves. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Hashtag We Chuanuka. If you loved what you heard, make sure you subscribe to Hashtag We Chuanuka in your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. Let them know that the podcast is for them, the content is for them. Feel free to also share your insights about what connected with you on social media and be sure to tag us. We are at Hashtag We Chuanuka on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter our handle is at HTNK Podcast. You can also reach us on our email htnkpodcast at gmail.com. I really look forward to hearing from you. I, I also hope to catch your attention next week. Ciao.